Hey guys! Woo! We're back, guys. The only podcast broadcasting at 232 hertz. And we're most popular in the green zone and most popular during the horny hours. We're attention deficit order, guys. Woo! Season. What? I said I didn't even know that about us. Oh, yeah. Season 20, episode 21. Huh. Learn something new every day, I guess. Yeah, we're legal drinking age, guys. Yes, we're um, most popular during the horny hours, which is 11 to 3 a.m. And. Most popular in the green zone and hated amongst the Patriot Party. Yeah! Woo! We're back, guys. Oh, let me turn that down. Okay, there we go. Now we're back. Woo! Man, what a week. Nothing's big's happening this week either. Yeah! <laughs> Not until tomorrow, at least. <clears throat> this is an evergreen podcast. I wanted to, um, beside, because of that, I wanted to, um, what is it? Oh, man, where did it go now? Oh, it's fucking, okay, never mind. Okay, guys, yes, we're back, blah, blah, blah. No, I wanted to go over their, um, the inaugural playlist. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that sounds riveting. See how real quick. I'll show you how hip these people are, guys. Real hip. Joe Biden's gonna bust a hip to these songs. <laughs> how old is he? 97? 78? 78. 78. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> so, um, this isn't one of the songs. But, uh, this is from, I guess, both of them. Um, they made their own Spotify playlist. <laughs> I Come mean, on. that's pretty hip right there. Didn't you put that on? Didn't you put that on your um, rotation? The, the Hunter um, Kamala uh, playlist. Okay, we're gonna only do a couple of these. Three-hour playlist. What the hell? Okay, let's do. Um, okay, there goes the Thompson twins. Uh, is this the right one? Yeah, it is. Okay. But the, who they are bringing back, oh, well, I'll do those in the last people, but we got, uh, we got some, uh, Tribe Called Quest. I wonder who picked that one. I think it was Joe Biden, right? <laughs> so I like that. Trust Called Quibe. I mean, Quib Called Trip. It's Tribe Called Quest. Oh! Tribe called Quest. I love that TQ, T quip. It's Q tip. Oh. Key tip. Do you think he picked this song? <gasps> they just said the word niggas. Okay, they're not going to be playing that. Come on. Okay, um. Are these, is this really the playlist? I think it is. Okay, this is the one. Because they have, like, um, Coffin Nails by MF Doom on here. Uh, okay. Uh, Work That by Mary J. Blige. So you're supposed to be listening to this while you're watching the inauguration, I guess. Or while you have watched it. 
Oh, here's one that Hank, Joe Biden picked. Right? Think so? Skip. Sorry, can you not hear me? No, I couldn't hear you there. Now I can hear oh, you. Uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on. Maybe Skype's giving us some problems. Oh, so, no. So you think he picked um, a tripod quest? No. That's Kamala. And I think um, so was uh, MF Doom. <laughs> I like True, that sure. MF Doom that... <laughs> Led Zeppelin clearly is by. Sorry, I was there when Led Zeppelin played in San Francisco when their money got ripped off by their manager in the hotel room. Oh, really? Wow. So there are 46 th- songs on the official America United inauguration playlist. Is it? Is it? It's on hours? Spotify, Apple, Title, Amazon, everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Here's another one. Here's one so that he probably p- found it. Here's another one he picked. I like that Marley Bob. No. Don't you mean Bob Marley? Yes. Kamala all day. I met him years ago. I think we arrested this guy. Kamala Bob. <laughs> what? That might be accurate. I think he shot the sheriff, and we had to arrest him. Mala Bob. Oh, here's another one he picked. I like that pepper salt. You mean salt and pepper? Yes. Pepper salt. I put my I put my spices on pepper then salt, not salt then pepper. Most people put salt then pepper, but I put pepper then salt. That's why I'm confused. I could see him dancing coming out to this. Right? Him and Kamala like dancing on opposite sides of the stage, meeting up. Right? <laughs> rubbing their butts together like um, dancing in the streets, Mick Jagger and David Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> having a little more trouble visualizing that to be honest that'd be hilarious right I'm like wait what's happening here I, I wouldn't be surprised here's one of the better songs I got on here Curtis Mayfield another one Biden picked I like that Mayfield Curtis that might actually be true. I mean, that was big when he was a kid. Well, not a kid, but, you know. When I was 20 years old, <laughs> Curtis Mayfield was the shit. Curtis Mayfield. Uh, I mean, to be honest, this song is fucking amazing. That's what? This song is amazing. It is a great song, yes. It's like, I picked that Mayfield, Curtis. Here's one he did pick. Right? Steely Dan. Do it again. Dan Steely. My mom owned a Steely Dan. Maybe. (laughs) Who knows? I think so. I owned a Steely Dan. Whoa, really? You owned a Steely Dan? Okay. Good for you, man. You're very progressive way back then. That's when he had to plug him into a wall. Right? Wasn't that a wall plug-in? 
Uh, I have no clue. What? I said I have no clue. Oh, you don't know what a Steely Dan is? I know it is. It's a band that we're listening to. That's about it's a it's a vibrator. It's an old vibrator. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not have that point. Of oh, really? You didn't know? That? My mom owned a Steely Dan. <laughs> it's like an old plug-in vibrator. Uh, that was the, I think that was the name brand of the vibrator. It was Steely Dan. <laughs> I owned one of these. Okay, back Jack, do it again. Oh, there we go, Marvin Gaye. Gotta give it up, part two. There we are, right there. Bam! Or part one. I listened to part two. He picked this one, right? No. No? I, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Because there's not that many. Okay, on, here's one he picked right here. Um, here we go. Right? I like that Oats and Hall. I mean. What? <laughs> hey, what? Uh, it's possible. Oh, he don't t- really peg Joe Biden is listening to anything to a lot of music. Yeah, I, just, right? I don't have a sense of what genre he would be into. My hearing aids fell out. I don't listen to much anymore. That would I suck. Um, <laughs> but I mean, based on his age, he would be in the same wheelhouse as my dad, who's seventy-five this year. Um, Happy birthday. Yeah, that's going to be Zeppelin, Stones, Beatles, you know, maybe a little bit into the early 70s, but not much. Uh, Let's see. The other one. Oh, here we go. Oh, we did that one. Here we go. Let It Happen by Tempe. This is probably their most recent band. Uh, Tame Impala. Like, I like that Impala Tame. It's like, this came out in the last 10 years. <laughs> Everything else like, came out in like 20 years ago. <laughs> I'm trying to see uh, anything else. Yeah. 20, yeah, at least 20 years ago, man. Well, but let's be honest. Fucking Joe Biden is old. And Kamala Harris, she's older than us, I think. I think she's in her 40s. Late, no, 50s. 56. Yeah, she has to be in her like ten years older than us, or than so, me at least. But still, so her point of reference is somewhere between Joe Biden's and ours, which would mean, you know, I think a lot of the Bob Marley and the um, hip hop and stuff is coming from her. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, here we go. We got Vampire Weekend guys. These guys came out in the last ten years. They gotta throw bones to those uh, chipper young kids who voted for him. Hey, you guys heard of Vampire Weekend? Like, not really. <laughs> Are they on TikTok? No! There's no TikTok dance to Vampire Weekend yet. But I'm gonna make one. Call it the hip breaker. <laughs> He'll just like shimmy to one side and fall. <laughs> like, ah! 
I mean, that's probably pretty accurate if you tried to shimmy too hard, you know? I know. I don't know. What, why don't they so make... They, they made um, more than 40 degrees. They made Trump's stupid dance a TikTok dance. But that's because his stupid dance is... That's <laughs> so retarded looking. Like, I'm not a dancer. I'm not great at it. But I don't look like I'm shitting myself and having a massive heart attack at the same time. He's like having a stroke. That's what it looks like. He's trying to keep himself from falling over from having a stroke. And shitting himself. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what the fuck was that? Okay, uh, let's see. Uh, if they mock his dance, that would be funny. Who, Biden's? Yeah, no, if they mock Trump's dance. <laughs> oh, if, like, Biden and, and Harris do? Yeah. Well, uh, I don't think Kamala Harris could dance as shitty as Donald Trump does. No, she'd be dancing like Elaine Bennis from uh, Seinfeld. Uh, have you ever seen that she, episode? I have. I, I, I've at least seen the clip, but no, she's a good dancer, man. I've seen her in uh, community rallies and stuff. She can she can shake it. And, and the okay, they're bringing back this band, the final band. 22 years later, guys, the band we've all been waiting to get back together. Spin Doctor. <laughs> the cock knockers? No. <laughs> Not the spin doctors. Even better, guys. Better than the Less spin hits than the spin doctors. So zero hits. The spin doctors had like, like three songs, right? Oh, yeah, they did have like two or three. Two or three, like Pocket Full of Kryptonite and stuff, some other thing. And... Okay, here it is, guys. The one you've been waiting for. Those new radicals! <laughs> Twenty-two years later, guys, we're bringing back the new radicals. They're going to be singing at the inauguration. Okay. Huh? Who? Exactly. The new radicals, guys. Come on. There's questionable lyrics that people have complained about already. Uh, I'll get to those lyrics in a second, but yeah. You ever heard this song? It did not ring a bell at all. <laughs> You're lucky. You're lucky. It sounds pretty garbage. Oh, it is garbage. Yeah. Okay, hold on. There we go. Okay, now I'm back on track. Okay, this is them. Okay, this no. is early 90s? 22 years ago, 98, 99, late 90s. They came out like 98, 99. You'll, you'll find out from the reference. Here we go. Here it is right here. These are the lyrics people don't like coming up right here. Right here. Did you get that? Reference to Courtney Love? It says Courtney Love, uh, or no, wait. Beck and Hanson, Courtney Love, and Marilyn Manson. We'll all go up to your mansion. Come on out, we'll kick your ass in. Oh, no. (laughs) I mean, they they could just play NWA, fuck the police instead. Oh, my God. It's like, how irrelevant can you get? 
Beck and Hanson, Courtney Love and Marilyn Manson. <laughs> but people are saying, okay, these are questionable lyrics, guys. Uh, we, <laughs> we don't want these guys on our inaugural stage, but these guys are going to be singing it. Do you think they'll edit that part out? Yeah, they'll sing a radio edit. That is the radio edit. <laughs> what is it? Yeah, kick your ass in is not bad to say. Yeah, they'll tone it down. Yo, uh, no, do you think they'll just like fade it down, you know, like they do in the radio? <laughs> like, dee, 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 or they'll just repeat that, um, the chorus over and over again. Yeah, they'll cut out that one. Yeah, back back in shoots with Beck and Hanson, Courtney Love. <laughs> oh man. You never should play that again. Well, well I'm just saying you're gonna be hearing it a lot. That's gonna be like it's gonna jump skyrocket to number one. All the Biden Harris supporters are gonna be like, Yeah. Like rocking out to this. They'd be like, this is awesome. All those flags will be waving to this, you know? There's not going to be anyone at the inauguration. I know, but they just planted flags where everyone should be. (laughs) There's thousands of flags. There's not going to be anyone waving their hands like they just don't care is what I'm saying. Um, I think you're going to see Biden and Harris dancing on the side. of. They have to be like this enthusiastic, you know, like, yeah, everything's great, you know? I almost hope they don't. I almost oh, they, hope oh. they treat this incredibly solemnly and, you know. No, it's going to be like a celebration, dude. I yeah. mean, leave it to us to celebrate. I'm certainly going to pop a bottle of champagne or some tasty beverage tomorrow night. Yeah. Um, but I think the inauguration itself needs to be a sober affair. And let's mm-hmm. get back to the business of being a country and running it like one. No, they're going to pop bottles. They're going to be popping champagne, Cristal. Boom! Champagne, uh, champagne uh, fountains. You know, they'll have strawberry champagne fountains popping crystal. Going yeah, you know. See, I think you're thinking of what Trump wished his um, inauguration was. They're gonna do it. You'll see. It's gonna. They're they're having Lady Gaga there. They're having. Um, Somebody else there like that. I forget who. It's Lady Gaga is going to be there though. And, oh no, Lady Gaga and Beyonce. No, I think so. I think it is. I forget. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't particularly care about the people who perform in the in, in, entertainment. You know, but, but they're going to have it there. <clears throat> They're going to have the inauguration. What I want to see is someone acting presidential again who is the president. Oh, he'll act presidential, but on the inauguration, they'll be like, yeah. And they'll get back to business. Back to wearing our masks, people. Now. Then he'll just fold his hands and be all somber. Uh, I think. <laughs> do you think that's going to happen? Or no? Um, you know, I am just not trying to have any expectations out of this year. 
We'll see. Oh, dude, my expectations are skyrocketing. I'm going to go see that four-hour Justice League movie in IMAX up in the city. I'm sorry. That's, um, that's my plan if everything goes well. You know? Look, 2020 was such a shit show. And I've got irons in the fire coming up in the next couple months that I really hope pan out. I'm just trying to do my thing. And, um, so each day comes. Yeah. What tomorrow holds. Well, yeah. Well, you know, but I'm not trying to live my life like an alcoholic going through rehab. I'm trying to live my life straight ahead all the way through looking forward to June. Wait, March, maybe June when the theater's open. Mm hmm. That's what I'm looking for. I'm sick of these drive-ins. Oh, no, absolutely. I am so ready to be able to go to live concerts and all that. Live concerts might be a longer. Maybe. I don't know. What do you think live concerts will be around in August? Um, <clears throat> I mean, I would like to think so. I don't know. <laughs> if you want to go to Texas, you can go see live concerts. You can go see Little Bow Wow in Houston. I'm good with going to Texas. <clears throat> you know, you can uh, you can see uh, all the concerts you want if you go to Texas. Again, I'm good with uh, with little bow wow. Here, turn up your mic a little bit. I see. Mm, sorry, I was leaning back a little bit while I was doing uh, something. Um, is that better? I'll turn it up a little bit. I'm just looking at your levels on my side. Mm-hmm. Nothing got touched since last time. Why not? Turn it up a tiny bit. Okay, I just did. No, more, just blasted. It's as loud as it goes, man. Oh, is it? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I touch the gain a little bit, but I'm going to start sounding like a robot or something in a minute. Well, you're fine. Whatever. <clears throat> okay, what do you got before I go over the... um? What, what I got? What do I got? Okay. Um. So... Besides the shit show that is American politics, uh, how about Bethesda teaming up with Lucasfilm Games to make a new Indiana Jones game? Right, 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 right. Indiana Jones, Machine Games, produced by Todd Howard. Yeah. Will it be exclusive? No. Is everyone's uh, thing? I think it might be. Exclusive to PC and Xbox. Maybe, you know, I just don't see Xbox being that stupid about it because they may do timed exclusives where, you know, Xbox and PC get it first and do so for a year or whatever. But they're not going to want to shoot themselves in the foot by making Bethesda games like Elder Scrolls and all these things into Xbox exclusives. Those games sell boatloads on both systems. But there are more PCs than there and tablets than there are PS5s. Oh, absolutely. So that's I think that's where they're looking. They're not looking at consoles anymore. They're looking at PC sales, or they're looking at actual game sales as opposed to hardware sales. No, and I would agree. That's why I don't think that they would make this into um, something that excludes uh, PlayStation. Why not? Because if they do that, they're they're hurting their game sales. Yeah, but they don't need that. They bought it for seven point two billion. 
they make what do they make on Game Pass alone? I think they make three billion a year, something like that. <clears throat> and it's Favorite. it's grown up to twelve million people. As of, like it was ten million back in November, and it's grown to twelve million as of after Christmas. Well, makes sense. I mean, it's a fucking excellent deal. Um, so the cool thing about this Indiana Jones game is it appears to be set in Rome around Vatican city and set in October, 1937. So this would be like around the time of, um, Hitler, Hitler. No, it'd be totally Hitler, but it would be around the time of Raiders of the Lost Ark. So he would be young. He would, you know, he wouldn't be old indie fucking. This crystal skull's nifty. Well, if they get Harrison Ford to voice him, no, hey. I'm sure they're not. Let me grab that skull over there. It's me, Harrison Ford, walking my way through this ten million dollars they gave me to do three hours of voice work. Uh huh. So uh, I want it to be exclusive for Xbox and PC only. Just because they can afford for it to be, and the way Lucas Games is going, they could make one exclusive, one um, multi-plat, like uh, like you know, like a uh, the Last Jedi, not the Last Jedi, but a uh, Jedi Fallen Order. That could be like a multi-plat game that they have out. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to go for multiple types instead of all universal. I think because uh, Lucas Games is going to be making a bunch of different games now for different platforms. They are, but they're not part of Bethesda, so that's licensing deals. But it could be a licensing deal with Xbox and Bethesda going. This would be PC, because they've had PC-only games before, you know, with... uh oh, sure. So th- this, could be an, a- this could be another version of that. Yeah, LucasArts absolutely has, but there's a difference, right? LucasArts is not tied to any platform. They just want to make money off their products. Well, that's what I mean. If they buy them, if they buy the game for enough money... They won't give a shit where it goes. I mean, I guess, yeah, potentially. But I just don't see like a third party, basically IP holder, limiting themselves unless they get a really plum fucking deal. That's what I mean. Microsoft might, then Microsoft has money to do it. Oh, yeah. I think we established they could buy Sony over. <clears throat> yeah. So I don't see why they wouldn't want it. I think they're not saying anything until the Bethesda deal goes through. Then they'll be like, oh, that's exclusive. And, uh, yeah, like Starfield exclusive, Elder mm. Scrolls will be exclusive. Oh um, can you imagine the PlayStation kids uh, fucking losing their minds if that became the case? Half of them own PCs anyway. So they can just yes, go on go. PC. <clears throat> but that's like, that's like, okay, Spider-Man is an exclusive deal with Sony and Sony Pictures and PlayStation. You know, and that's Sony a about rights to Spider-Man for like decades ago. Yeah, but but so but then they pushed it over and they had to do something with it, I guess. But still, that's what I mean. Like they bought the rights to it. Why can't we buy the rights to Indiana Jones? Yeah, I just think. So I think the difference is that the Spider-Man rights were bought by Sony from Marvel for fucking movies, cartoons, video games, basically everything that's outside comic books. And um, they part of the deal was they had to produce content every so often to keep the license current, which is why we get new batches of Spider-Man movies or new Spider-Man games or what have you. Um, but that sale of the Spider-Man rights was well before fucking Marvel became a hot commodity. 
as far as making movies and you know dc i guess the same you know what i mean like that deal was like 20 years ago and you can see um what's their bucket disney uh, now that they own marvel going around and buying up all the companies or the rights back for their content like they just bought fox right so they got x-men and deadpool and this that the other thing back which is going to be rated r yeah but uh, the point is like i think it's a different landscape now i think companies that that have a a well-known beloved property like star wars or indiana jones or fuck ghostbusters whatever you want to say like they're not going to sell out to be exclusive anymore unless a company's really making it a sweet deal that's what i mean like xbox could be that company just to be like i just don't see it being likely is i think my my big point i i think I, i hope it's possible i hope i hope it is exclusive for xbox we need exclusives we need hot commodities that people want to buy the system for or buy Game Pass for on their PC. Even if it isn't, we still get it basically for free on uh, on Game Pass day one. That's the part I like. While others are paying $70 for it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd, I'd feel ripped off. If I was Sony, like, What? I'm paying 70 bucks for this thing and it doesn't have quick resume. <laughs> it doesn't have quick resume at all. Yeah, that's uh, that's still next gen. Once you get that quick resume, you won't go back. <clears throat> yeah, maybe eventually. I'll get there. You have like 12 games on quick resume. He's like, dip, 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 dip. Just hopping in and out of all of them. I've been blowing all my extra money on uh, scuba gear so I can go to Socorro, Mexico later this year. Odale. Yeah, Mexico. I'm going to dive with fucking um, manta rays and hammerheads and dolphins and gray whales. Odale, gray whales, let's see. Odale, just don't drink the water. <laughs> well, it's the ocean, so yeah. What? <laughs> no shit. I'm gonna you know what I mean. I'm going to be on a liveaboard boat for fucking 10 days in the middle of the Pacific south of Mexico. Or God, I'd get so seasick. I wouldn't be able to stand it. I'd just get seasick right off the bat. Yeah, anything like that. Like, I'm fine once you go out, but once the boat starts sitting there rocking, you know, that's when I'm like, oh. Mm-hmm. My my stomach can't take it. I'm, I have no sea legs. Yeah, I don't usually have that problem unless the, you know, surf gets really fucking rough. On a calm day, dude, I was like, mm. When I went out to see Pearl Harbor, I was like, whoa. <laughs> That's like 20 minutes off the shore and back in. You know, when you go see the Pearl Harbor wreckage, I was like, oh, that hurt. My stomach hurt on that one. Okay. Um. So, yeah. So, you think Indiana Jones is going to be multi-plat. I think it's going to be exclusive to X. Or I'm hoping it's going to be exclusive to Xbox. Mm-hmm. God, that would be so amazing if it was. He'd be like, yes, here we go. It's like, we have, we, we have uh, Uncharted. Oh, those are all Indiana Jones ripoffs. That's all they are. It's because you couldn't get the rights to Indiana Jones. Oh, yeah. Nathan Drake, every single other action yeah, adventure. Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider, Nathan Drake, all those. They're all Indiana Jones ripoffs. So if they do it better 
and it's Xbox exclusive, that'd be amazing. Like, uh, I'm going to be playing the medium later this week, or yeah, later this uh, month. And then there's like a couple other games that are coming down the road for exclusive Xboxes. We're building our titles now, guys. But anyone who's a PlayStation fan will say it sucks. So it doesn't matter. Well, that's fine unless they have an Xbox and they have also played it. And their opinion doesn't mean much, right? Uh, no. Like I don't, I don't comment really on many PlayStation games because I haven't played them. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have a PS5. I'd rather, uh, you know, I don't have five hundred bucks to throw on a PS5. Not like there's any out there anyway. Like the Xbox Series X is still sold out, and so is the PS5. Mm-hmm. And it's been like three months now. Yeah, at least. I'm I'm waiting for these things to be commonplace. You know, you walk into a store, oh, there's 12 Xbox Series Xs and there's like six PlayStation 5s. You know, that'll be like at the end of the cycle. Right? Like in six years, they'll be like that. Yeah, maybe. And the PS5 is massive. It's a behemoth. Like, oh, no, it's fine. It's it's great. (laughs) It's ugly. And it's a behemoth. Like, um, uh, homeboy, uh, God damn it. What's it? Uh, from a, a horribly awkward podcast, Sean. He spray mm. he play, he spray painted his uh, matte black. Yeah, I think I saw that. It looks better matte black. It doesn't stand out as much. Okay, here we go. Um, the uh, What's it called have come in, guys? The Critic Choice Awards. So we'll go to... Uh, why is all these quibbies in here? Short form series. Oh, that's why. Okay. Uh, I don't even want to go over those. Okay, best comedy specials. Uh, no. Uh, best talk show. Jesus and Marrow. Kelly Clarkson show. Day- Late night. Some Colbert report and Red Table talk. Oh, that's uh, what's his face's wife. Uh, God damn it. Uh, Will Smith's wife, Whiff Smith. Uh, Smith. Yeah, I say Jesus and Mara. Uh, you'd probably like their talk show. It's just two black guys just capping on white people. <laughs> like, what's this cracker doing, man? This motherfucker. It's pretty funny. They're on Showtime. They have a podcast too. I listened to it a couple times. Hmm. Uh, they're pretty funny. Okay. They're two stand-up comedians. They it was a podcast, and then they bought, got bought by Showtime. No, they were on, um, God, what was the, uh, not, God damn, what's the, um, the hipster reporter, Vice, they were on Vice for a little bit. That's where their talk show was, was on Vice. Mm. The hipster reporters. <laughs> hey guys, I'm a white guy and I'm in the middle of the ghetto. Watch this. Vice. Uh, they used to be cool, man. I don't know what happened to Vice. Uh, best Supporting Actress in a Limited TV Series, Uzaduba, Miss America, Soulmates. Oh, Muriel Heller for Queen's Gambit. Uh, Margot Martindale for Miss Winona Ryder for The Plot Against America. I don't even know that one. Tra- Miss America is like all over. I hate, I watched like one episode of Miss America. I'm like, oh, I'll check this out. Nope. Uh, let's see. I was, I guess I'm not too, um, hip on women's activism i'm like this is good it's not that great <laughs> uh, uh let's see the uh i don't even know these shows 
The Good Lord Bird? The fuck is that show? I don't know. I completely lost the thread of this conversation a while ago. Well, I'm just... I'm not, I'm just this, huh? This is the um, Critics' Choice Awards. Uh, best of... Okay, we'll move on to... Uh, limited... Okay, now... Okay, best actor in a series made for television. John Boyega, Small Axe. I still haven't watched it. It's like six two-hour movies about like black oppression. Uh, Hugh Grant, The Undoing. I watched that. Uh, Normal People. I didn't watch that. Uh, Chris Rock for Fargo. I like was starting to watch it. I just got bored with it. A really boring season of Fargo. Did you watch the first two seasons of Fargo yet? Not a one. You'd probably like them. The first two seasons are great. This one, or no, the first three seasons are good. This fourth one with Chris Rock as a mobster, and they like at a, the kids at a young age, they transfer their kids. So the Italians take the black kid, and the black kids take the Italian kid. Like a hostage kind of thing? No, more of like a peace thing, you know, mm. so they don't kill each other. Mm-hmm. It's like you raise my kid, I'll raise your kid, and I get to visit your kid every week. It's weird. It was more of like a way to keep peace amongst the two gangs. Really strange, dude. I didn't like it. Uh, Mark Ruffalo, I know this much is true. That's two Hulks in one show. Uh, Morgan Spector, The Plot Against America. I don't know what that Plot Against America is. So I'd say uh, Hugh Grant for The Undoing. He's always good as a schmarmy guy. Uh, See, movie made for television. Bad Education, no. Between the World and Me, Clark Sisters, Hamilton, uh, Sylvie's Love, What the Constitution Means. What the fuck is this show? I guess Hamilton, out of all those. Uh, Best Limited Series, I May Destroy You, Plot Against America, Queen's Gambit, Small Axe, Undoing, Unorthodox. Uh, Small Axe is going to win because it's socially conscious, but Queen's Gambit should win. Uh, Best Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series. Lacey Garson for The Connors? What? Is that um, Roseanne's show that she got kicked off of? I don't know. The Connors. Rita Miro, One Day at a Time. Ann Murphy, Schitt's Creek. Uh, Jamie Presley, Mom. Hannah. Okay, Hannah Wennington for Ted Lasso. That's actually a good show. Uh, comedy series. Oh, what we do in the shadows. Danny Levy for Shit's Creek. I think Shit's Creek's gonna win again. Um, uh, have you seen what we do in the shadows yet on FX? Mm-mm. I think it's like two seasons. Mark Hamill's in like the second to last episode of the second season, or is it three seasons? I don't know. It's funny. It's right up there with the with the movie. Okay. If you like the movie, I, mean, I like the movie a lot, so definitely would go check out the show. I just haven't made the time. Yeah, if you, if you have time and you have time to kill or anything, and you fly out to Mexico, you can watch it on your TV. Uh, what we do in the shadows? It's on Hulu. If you have Hulu, if you don't mm-hmm. have Hulu, then I don't know where it is. I have Hulu just so I can watch these shows without any fucking commercials. Mm-hmm. Uh, best actress in a comedy series: Christina Applegate, Dead to Me. Uh, I've seen that one. She's all right. Kelly Cuoco, the hot chick from uh, Nerds Next Door. What's that show called? Big Bang Theory. Mm-hmm. Uh, Flight Attendant. Uh, oh, Nasta Diarmo for What We Do in the Shadows. Uh, 
Catherine O'Hare for Beetlejuice, now for Schitt's Creek, and Issa Rae for Insecure. It'll go to Issa Rae because she's black. Uh, and that show's decent. I didn't like the last season, but whatever. Uh, okay, best actor is Matt Berry for What We Do in the Shadows, Nicholas Holt for The Great, Eugene Levy for Schitt's Creek, Jason Sudeikis for Ted Lasso. He's going to win. Uh, Rami Yusuf for Rami. Best comedy series, Better Things. Never heard of it. Flight Attendant. That's a comedy? Mom, Penis, Rami. It's called 1015, but it's called Penis. Uh, remember when kids used to write that? Mm. They would write pen 15. <clears throat> I can't say that I do. Uh. <laughs> uh, Shit's Creek. Uh, Ted Lasso, What We Do in the Shadows. Out of all those, which one did I laugh at the most? Ted Lasso is more heartwarming. Shit's Creek is like, eh. Pen 15 I didn't like. Flight Attendant's not really that funny. What We Do in the Shadows for best comedy series. Slim Pickens, guys. Best Supporting Actress, Gillian Anderson for The Crown. Oh, Cynthia Revo for The Outsider. That was one of my top 10 TV shows last year. Julie Garner for Ozark. Janet McTeer for Ozark. Um, oh, Wumbi Moskaku for Lovecraft Country. And Rhea Seahorn for Better Call Saul. I'd say... Mm, it's going to go to Cynthia Ruvo for The Outsider. Uh, did you watch The Outsider? No. The Stephen yep. King, right? That's Stephen King, best supporting actor in a drama series. Jonathan Banks for Being Old and Better Call Saul. Justin Hartwell for This Is Us. Yes. I never even watched that show. Uh, Jonathan Lithgow for Perry Mason. Hmm, he kills himself. Spoiler alert. Uh, the, the show is actually pretty good. Uh, Tom Purdy for Ozark. Michael K. Williams for Lovecraft Country. I don't know. Probably Michael K. Williams. Best Actress in a Drama Series. Christine Balansky, The Good Fight. Olivia Coleman, The Crown. The Crown. Claire Danes, Homeland. What? Laura Linney, Ozark. And Je- Jerry Smollett for Love... Ooh. Jerry Smollett. Yes, for Lovecraft Country. She was a canary in Birds of Prey. Uh, Best actor in a drama series. Jason Bateman. Jonathan Myers. Lovecraft. uh, The Crown. Bob Odenkirk for Better Call Saul. And Matthew Rice, a.k.a. What was that show? He was in the uh, the Americans. He was in the lead. He's the lead for Perry Mason. Uh, I say Odenkirk's going to win it. Uh, drama series, Better Call Saul, The Crown, Lovecraft Country, The Mandalorian. You see that one? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that one I did watch. Ozark, Perry Mason, or This Is Us. What do you think's going to win? <clears throat> Mandalorian. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think uh, Better Call Saul or This Is Us. I think. for the That's the best. Uh, and that's it, guys. The Mandalorian's going to... Uh, one nomination for The Mandalorian. That's it. Jesus Christ. Man, I don't think it's going to win many awards. Maybe for, like, uh, I don't know. Directing? I don't know. It sort of, like, sticks out by itself. 
But I think Boba Fett's going to get more awards than Mandalorian. <laughs> you may be right. A lot of nerd nostalgia writing on that name. Boba Fett Country? I th- yeah, I think so. Okay, what do, you, what do you got before I get to my first movie? Or Yeah. All right, you know what Internet of Things items are, right? What? <laughs> do you know the term Internet of Things? No. <clears throat> so these are like your refrigerators and coffee makers that connect to the Internet to tell you that you need to fucking do something. Or, you know, just so you can control them from the Internet. Okay, it's so like my smart lights and stuff like that. Yeah, like anything that's not an actual computing device, like a phone or a laptop, you know, security systems and appliances and your fucking coffee mug and whatever. Well, there's also a a market of Internet of Things sex toys. And apparently one of them is a fucking male chastity belt. What? A cage that you put around your car. I prefer to like Bluetooth vibrators and stuff like that. Yeah, so this is the same idea, right? But this is like a fucking, like a cock blocker for like BDSM type stuff, right? To cage you put around your cock so you can't get a hard on. Yeah, 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 cock cages. So uh-huh. does it just go... Yeah, well, so um, they apparently have these that can be controlled remotely by someone with a smartphone. A hacker found out how to take control of these specific devices and has sent every registered user a Bitcoin demand to unlock their cock cage. Can't you just take the thing off? Well, no, that's the point. But I'm saying, like, <laughs> we know that, but, like, I mean, isn't it, like... Maybe if you go to, like, the fire department or fucking the emergency room, they might have a saw that could cut through it. But I don't think people have these... Is it is it, like, clamping around the shaft and putting in a cage? Or is it, like, a belt you wear where, where it's around your dick... You know what I mean, like like a like a chastity belt, or it looks like a strap on, but it's a cock cage on the end. I'm trying to find a picture, <laughs> a Vice article that did not just Google cock cages. <laughs> well, but there's a million cock cages. I know. Oh, this... But isn't it? Aren't those to like not prevent you from getting a hard on, but when you do, it hurts. Well, yeah, and then it stops you from getting a hard on. Um, <laughs> Actually, so the device is called a cellmate, and it looks fucking uncomfortable. Cellmate? Like you, yeah, you slip your cock and balls inside it, and um, it'll squish you if you're not careful. Oh, my God. Here. <clears throat> Go to the chat and Skype, <clears throat> just so you can see the joy. Okay, let me see. Cellmate. Yeah, okay. that... Fucking plastic deal was could potentially be locked around your junk, and people could take it over. Oh, it looks like, like a looks like a soap dispenser. <laughs> well, yeah, but your cock goes in where the soap would normally go, and I'm guessing your balls go between the ring and the plastic shaft thingy. Oh, okay. I'm picturing like a cage looking thing. Well, this is a high tech one, Chris. It connects to the internet, so hackers can steal it and prevent you from jerking it or even being able to go pee or something. Fla- okay. Well, it's don't fixed. Buy fucking digitized sex toys. They don't need to do that. Fixed by China. It says security flaw on the high tech chastity belt for men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but my cock cage is locked. Mm-hmm. 
Oh no, mate. <clears throat> the hallway got your cockatiel. But oh, is it a who hacked it? Do they know? No, they have no clue yet. It's like a anonymous. We have your cock cages. I mean, basically, yeah, they got a ransomware demand saying if you want your cock unlocked, then fucking send me 0.02 Bitcoin, which is like 750 bucks. Yeah. What's a Bitcoin? <laughs> They'll be like, wait, I have Doja coins. Oh, that does not count. I don't. Uh, I forget the other ones that they have out now. I have weed coins, cannabis coins. Do those work? Dude, that's oh, hilarious. Yeah, there's a million and one. Uh, yeah, Bitcoin's going to blow up again in the next two years. I mean, it's not stopped blowing up, dude. The last time I saw it, they were like 25000 a Bitcoin. Gee, in the, I've seen a Bitcoin ATM at the, uh, at the um, uh, New Park Mall in, yeah, in Fremont. Around. Huh? I've seen them around here in Fresno too. They they've been around for a while. I've only seen I only saw one. I'm like, whoa. And I saw somebody taking money out of it. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> he took like one half of a <laughs> He took a, a a Bitcoin is cut up into how many pieces? It can be any fraction of a Bitcoin. I don't pretend to understand how it works, but it's um um like the company uses your servers to harvest data and they pay you for it. So the more servers you have, say I have a room full of servers and they're using it to harvest data, I get more Bitcoin. That's how, from somebody I know who has a Bitcoin and is using it and is waiting for it to keep going up. He bought it for like 10000 It's now worth twenty. He's waiting for it to go to sixty, and then he's going to sell it. And it has it keeps fluctuating. Like, damn it! Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd lose the co- I'd lose the code. But what was that code again? No, and then you're fucked. Yeah, I'm like, damn it! There's no way to get it back. No, I'm like, damn it! My Bitcoin wallet. Oh well. Fuck it. Okay, you ready for the first movie? Mm-hmm. This one you might watch. Here we go, guys. Yeah! One night in Miami when Malcolm X, Muhammad Ali, Jim Brown, and Sam Cooke all meet up for one night in Miami, it gets crazy. It gets crazy. One Night in Miami is a fictional account of one incredible night where Icons Muhammad Ali, Malcolm X, Sam Cooke, and Jim Brown gathered discussing their roles in the civic rights movement, a civil rights movement, and cultural upheaval of the 60s. This is One Night in Miami. Another fella told me he had a sister who looked just fine. So I tried to hit on her, then I got shot four times in the chest, and then I got in died. Yeah. Isn't that what happened to him? Okay, here we go. I didn't. Huh? Uh, he, he was uh, supposedly harassing some woman and got, and got shot four times in the chest. Mm. Sam, Sam Cook. 
Yeah. This guy right here. <laughs> it's another weekend, and I get shot in the chest four times in February of 1964. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's see. Where'd it go? Oh, starring Kingsley Ben Adir as Malcolm X. Eli Gorey as Cassius Clay, a.k.a. Muhammad Ali. Aldous Hodge as Jim Brown. And Leslie Odom Jr. as Sam Cooke. And Lance Reddick as Kareem X. Christina Magbai as Jamal. Joaquin Kanuhagaru as Betty X. It has to be his wife, right? Yeah. Malcolm X's wife. You don't have a real name. Your name's Betty X. Could be. I think it was Betty X. Oh, here we go. Here's another great sound. Uh, Sam Cooke song. Yeah. Let me tell you about a place. I got shot four times in the chase. Whoa, these people are gay? Get me out of here. Shoot me in the chest for fun. Okay, so we got, um, uh, so this takes place in 1964. February of 1964. Wait. Hey, he died in February. God, I forget when when this took place. Has to be, yeah, it was, uh, do, do, do. okay, February 25th of 1964, uh, and, fe- and he got killed in December of 1964, uh, Sam Cooke, and I think, uh, Malcolm X died that year, too, I think, so did this, re- this really happened, I guess, right, or is they saying it didn't happen, really? I have no clue. This is not something I'm familiar with. Jim Brown gathering discuss Willis Silver. Uh, I think it was. I think it was. I think they all knew each other. I know that much. I know Malcolm X was hanging out and he converted Muhammad Ali to Muslim. I know that much. Um... And he's having doubts about that. Like Muhammad Ali's second Malcolm X leaves the hotel room. Give me that flask. <laughs> There's a drinking machine. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so it's it's Regina King's first directorial debut. Uh, it's a little slow. It's it's shot pretty well, but overall, I was like, hmm. It's just them and how they just... They're talking about how they're influencing... You know, the black culture, like Malcolm X is influencing in the way of, you know, rights movements and sticking up for yourself. And, you know, the black man shouldn't be treated. And Sam Cooke is like trying to get pussy, you know, and Malcolm X is like, why are you trying to get pussy, man? So you should you, you're popular enough to where you should actually, you know, say something with your music instead. Of, I want to get pussy. And Muhammad Ali, you know, he's a black champ at the time. He had just won the belt that night. And, uh. And he was, um, what was he doing? And he was just like high on, you know, just winning the belt. 
and not looking for not looking um, past that at all. As being a champion, and Malcolm X is trying to teach him, like, you got to be this and that. You can't be that and this. It's like, come on, man, just chill out, Malcolm. The I will not chill out, sir. I am Malcolm X. You know, this is a Cassius Clay song. This is the legend of Cassius Clay. <laughs> so is it real? Did you look it up? No, I didn't. Uh, um, I don't know that that's something that you can look up on the fly like that. Um, uh, the Cassius Clay. Is it, uh, did he die? Uh, I don't know. So. So overall, it was a decent movie. It's on Amazon Prime. So if you have Amazon Prime, it's right there. It's probably the headlining fucking movie right now. Like, people are saying it's a great movie. It's one of the greatest movies we've seen this year. It says so much about black rights and activism. And Oh, no. Sam Cooke was shot dead in 1964 in L.A. Yeah. So, I don't know. If you want to see the movie... Okay, let me see what they say about this movie. 7 out of 10. Events in this film took place February 1964. Sam was shot to death December 11th in a bizarre motel incident. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, They're trying to save face, I guess. Trying to make him look better than he was. I think he was an asshole who hit on too many women. And uh, hit on the wrong woman. And it doesn't say whether the woman shot him four times or somebody else did. Bad, bad Leroy Brown. Was it bad Leroy Brown who shot him? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, and, uh, oh, Michael Imperioli is Angelino Dundee. Uh, Lawrence Goodard Jr. is Drew Budden Brown. Uh, oh, Bo Bridges. Oh, he has a great fucking role. He's like, hey, welcome back, uh, Jim Brown. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Welcome back. I haven't seen you in a coon's age, you know. Like, oh, Jesus. Then he's all, he's like, great, come on, let's have some lemonade out on the porch. Great, thanks, man, thanks, let's do that. And uh, he's like, well, he's like, oh, I got to go uh, move something in the house. He's like, oh, you want any, uh, you want any help with that? He's like, mm, no niggers in the house, but thank you. It's like, what? Damn. It's like, holy shit. This is one of those big plantation houses with a huge plantation porch, like two-story mm-hmm. screen enclosures, you know. And he's like, sorry, man. He's like, I love you, but there's no niggas in the house. Like, whoa. Jesus. He's like, all right, I guess I know where I stand now with you, you asshole. <laughs> and yeah, that was when Jim Brown... What's that? I'm trying to think. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was Jim Brown. That was right when he, um, I think he'd won the Super Bowl and he was going into acting and his bunions were hurting and I'm going to get you, sucker. Remember mm. that? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's Jim Brown. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's where I remember him from. I'm like, who is this guy? <laughs> I had no idea who he was when I watched I'm going to get you, sucker. No, it's, Jim, it's Jim Brown, guys. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Sorry. Okay, let's see. And we have... um, Boom. 
Jackie Wilson. It's a good soundtrack, but the uh I am I am So he uh yeah, so it's just them just bullshitting in a hotel room in Miami. Sam Cook's coming from the super ritzy hotel where only whites are allowed into, you know, and he comes to this little slum hotel where Malcolm X is staying and they all meet up after the boxing fight and they just bullshit about how they're, um, they just uh, have their different roles in society as black entertainers. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, that's what they're talking about. Like, oh man. But I guess they did all hang out in one night in Miami. You know, like four of the biggest uh, black celebrities uh, at the time. Especially Muhammad Ali. But not everyone, you know, it wasn't like nowadays where everyone's connected to everything, you know, so. I don't know, it's, it's different. I give it a three to five ear holes, three to five eye, four to five, uh, three to five eye holes, four to five ear holes, three to five uh TKOs or chickens coming home to roost. The famous Malcolm X line. What he said about uh, John F. Kennedy. <laughs> you, you crazy man! You said the chickens coming home to roost. I didn't mean it that way. It's like, well, they didn't see it that way. <laughs> you crazy ass motherfucker. Uh, so they're making fun of his speech after Kennedy was assassinated. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. It was pretty funny. All right, what do you got? Mm, not much right now. I watched the first episode of um, WandaVision. Oh, WandaVision. Okay, here we go. WandaVision. WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Only one episode, though. Oh, you didn't watch both of them? chance to catch up yeah yakety was in the first one it was that's where they decided that what? their whole backstory in like five minutes was it with the yakety yak thing mm-hmm. what did you think did you like it did it did you ever watch the old i love lucy's and all that yeah i mean i watched a bit of i love lucy and a bit a bit of some of the other older you know bewitched type I, I dream of genie shit like yeah this definitely this, was in that yeah the second one is very much bewitched um a different intro and everything first, huh but even in the first the it, the bewitched vibes are hard you know is the first one yeah when he has the boss come over and stuff mm-hmm that's right he's like what yo what what does she keep saying the mom from 70s show oh hell um Oh, when he's choking? Yeah. Oh, cut it out or something like cut that? Cut it out. Cut it out. It's very... a lot. It reminds me of um, Mr. Robot vibes. That's what it gave me, is Mr. Robot vibes. Mm-hmm. To where there's something un- lying underneath all this shit. You know? And and, uh, and they don't remember or know it. Very Mr. Robot-esque. Yeah, no, I keep waiting for it to flash out of... Um this weird 50s you know what you call it um 
sitcom vibe. Well, then the third one's supposed to be Brady Bunch. Uh, so it's going to go 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s. Six episodes. Mm-hmm. So I think the 80s is um, Family Ties. It looks like it from the picture. It's a Family Ties set. I mean, that would make sense. With like the, But they could have done Silver Spoons. Well, I guess um, uh, Growing Pains. That's well, 90s. Maybe they'll do that in the 90s. So six episodes. They say the third one, the one coming up this week... It makes is better than the first two, so, and that's supposed to be Brady Bunch. So they go 50, 60, 70, yeah. So it goes, I love Lucy, and then it jumped to jumps ten years each episode for some reason, and, and I, that's totally purposeful. Um, I think yeah, because it goes from fifty six to sixty five. And it'll probably go 65 to 75, 75 to 85, 85 to 95. I think it's jumping 10 years because I think they, I think she has amnesia from losing vision. Right? She's like in a, like a, like a spiral. Did she get taken away from, what was that? Sorry, is that loud? Oh no! I was like, "What is that? Cars going by?" Did she get taken away from the? Um, no, no. This is after. This is wait. Yeah, this is after Vision dies, right? Yes. Spoiler alert, guys. I'm really not sure. I think this is after Vision dies. He had the jewel taken out of his head. That's why there's all those um, like references to like like little shit here and there, like Sarkovia. Um. Which was the city in, uh, what is it, the uh, uh, Age of Ultron? And then the uh, I think the boss's name. He has no idea what he's there for, what he's doing. You know, just little hints. Like the, everything they say is a hint at something else. And they're saying they think the neighbor lady is actually evil. Oh, you can totally tell she's evil. She's a gossip hound. She's like, oh, yes. Uh, Okay. So you can tell she's evil or anything else like that. Try to think of what else they had. In the the second episode, it was more... um, Oh, it was the magic show and how, like, something's gummed up the works. There's the helicopter. There's the, um, the only part of color in the first one. Is the Stark Toaster, which has the ion blast um, sound effect when you push down on the toaster itself. It goes. Uh, I'm watching these all now on my laptop because I'm out of my sh- house, so I can't watch them on my TV. <clears throat> my laptop's decent, but hey, not as good as the TV, guys. <laughs> uh, let's see what they have. WandaVision, Yakety Yak. Oh, here we go. Boom.
Hold on, I can't hear. I'm deaf in one ear here. Hold on, my dad hit me in the head. I can't hear in one ear. But I can compose like a motherfucker, guys. Help, help me, Rhyme. Help me, Rhyme. Help me. Hold on, hold on. My ear's going out again. Hold on. Hold on. Glad they all only had mono when we were singing, right? Uh, glad they only had mono when we were recording Beach Boys tunes. Because my ear is, my head is ringing. My dad hit me in the head with a fucking belt. Thanks, Dad. Thanks. Thanks. Okay, so, um, let's see. <clears throat> what do I rate? Wanda. Help me, Wanda. Yeah, WandaVision. Hold on, I can't hear. My dad hit me in the head. My left ear's deaf. Hold on. Okay, there we go. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Okay, uh, WandaVision. Three out of five ear holes, three out of five eye holes. Uh, and three out of five Stark toasters. And three out of five uh, gumming up the works for the second one. That doesn't give a spoiler away. Uh, let's see. Yeah, each episode is slowly bringing back their memory. It is very... if you, you Mr. Robot's on um, Amazon now. I think. Hmm? Or it's on Netflix. I think it's on Amazon. It's on Amazon. Still the best show in the last 10 years, guys. Yes, it is. You need to start watching that if you can. That's a that's a must-watch if you're a fan of sci-fi and um, computer hacking. And, like, Fringe and F... And, uh, like... Uh, X-Files, you know, Twilight Zone. Uh, let's see. Okay, so WandaVision, what do you rate WandaVision? The first 30-minute well, <clears throat> episode. Yeah, I've seen one episode, <clears throat> uh, but I enjoyed it. It was fun. Weird and offbeat, and, you know, the sense of humor crossed the line to modern, from modern to old 50s-style sitcoms. I thought it was fun. Um, so... Three and a half out of five um, pineapple upside down cakes. What's that a pineapple upside down cake? Yeah, uh, yeah. In the first one, she's wearing um, a dress. The second one, she's wearing pants. Yeah, there's more. There's something ominous. And like the you saw the Tony Stark toaster. Mm-hmm. They have something similar to that in another commercial in the second one. Okay. Um, the only the only color is that red light on the toaster. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I don't know why. Uh, what was the other thing they had in there? The um, what was it? I watched it like Friday. I watched these at Friday before I go to work, so I'm up at four thirty, five thirty in the morning. Watching these episodes. <laughs> like, ah, oh, okay. I'm half asleep, but I got it. I haven't rewatched them yet. Uh, I, don't, I tend not to go back and watch them again. I was like, hmm, maybe I will. Maybe I'll go back and watch it again when I'm more awake. But um, what's the, uh, yeah, okay, that chick's sinister. <clears throat> there's something like, um, they're, they're doing stuff for the children, but there's no children. It's very, it's very weird. 
Uh, it's, do you know the House of M storyline? I don't know it. <clears throat> I do not. I think that was after my time <clears throat> in comics. It's, I, think, I, think she, I think she destroys all the mutants at one point. She's that powerful. I think that's what, it hints, that's what it's hinting at. She is supposed to be one of the power, most powerful mutants <clears throat> on the planet. Yeah, so I think House of M is when she destroys all the mutants, sort of like Xavier did in Logan. Right? Didn't Xavier kill all the mutants in Logan? He killed just the X-Men. I thought he killed them all. No, he killed all the X-Men. Oh, okay. He's like, Except hey, Logan. that's what those kids but... get for whining so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, stop your whining! And then he went like, then he went like, had amnesia. Because of it, right? I think he was just slipping into dementia, dude. He's just old and starting to get uh, kind of Alzheimer-type symptoms. That's great. You want someone like that to get Alzheimer's. Exactly. Hey, Logan. Uh, still a good movie, but hey. Old Man Wolverine. Well, uh, the same guy who did Logan's going to do the new Indiana Jones movie, so you never know. It's going to be Old Man Indy. Will Indy die by hanging himself with his own whip? Maybe. Well, that's it, yes. I should belong in a museum. <laughs> right? Quoting his own lines from... Uh, that would be a way to go out. From, uh, was it The Last Crusade? I think he said that? Yeah. When he was a little kid, right? When, when uh, before... oh, yeah. yeah, when he was talking to the guy about the cross thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then he said it as a kid too, right? Or the he the did. guy said it to him when he was younger. No, he said it to the guy, and the guy was like, "Yeah, well, kid, someone paid me a lot to get this, or whatever." And then that's where Indy got the hat or some shit. I forget. That's it. right. And then it gl- glued onto his head. <clears throat> that's right. Yeah. Okay, guys. The next show I watched, Apple TV special. Apple. Or Apple Plus Second season M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dongs Servant I put the servant But I think it's servant Here we go guys A Philadelphia couple Is in mourning After an unspeakable tragedy Creates a rift in their marriage and opens the door for mysterious force to enter their home. This is The Servant. Starring Laura Ambrose, Tony Kebble, Niall Tigerfree. Neil Tigerfree? What a weird name. Mm. Rupert Grint, a.k.a. Uh, what's his face? The redhead from um, Harry Ron Potter. Ron Weasley. Mm. Ron Weasley from Harry Potter. Um, let's see. That he uh, directed by Am Night Shyamalan and eight others. This is some of the best stuff Am Night Shyamalan's put out in years. Easily. <clears throat> so I told you about the servant last season, where the lady uh, loses her baby. Then we still don't know, find out how the baby was lost. Um, but then she gets that replacement doll, like for people who are in mourning, and she still and she thinks the doll's a real baby. So she's having the dad, she's having um, Tony Kebble, the husband, take care of it. 
Like it's a real baby. Oh, did you raise the baby today? Oh, did she feed? Did she wait? You know. Yeah, yeah, okay, I remember. And he's like, oh my god. And then the brother, who's uh, Ron Weezy, is like, come on, man, we gotta break her out of this fucking spell, man. Like, I don't know how. You know, she's lost in this fucking thing. So then the uh, the late the then this other girl comes in. They hire a nanny and a night nurse, basically, to to live there to take care of the baby. You know, and then the baby becomes real. Okay, and then and then the mom doesn't know the difference, right? So baby becomes real, blah blah blah. By the end of the first season, they've stolen the baby. Her and this weird cult have stolen the baby. Um, and then the mom is looking for the baby, even though there was never a baby to begin with. We don't know if she brought the baby in with her or the yeah. We we don't know. So the, they replaced the ba- real baby with a doll, and the chick took off their cult. And in this season, they're looking for the baby. And they're still trying to deal with, um, like, just deal with the wife, like, trying to track everyone down when they know that's not her real baby. But she's like, this is my baby. She's calling the police, you know. And then Tony Kebble is going crazy, so he holds his hand over an open gas flame on the, on the burner. Just burns his whole hand, unwraps it. And it's like these two huge pus balls. He starts cutting into it with scissors. Like the two huge pus packets in his hand. They start dripping out pus. Pretty cool stuff. <laughs> Sounds fantastic. <clears throat> it's a good show, man. The Servant. Uh, yeah, so if you want to see uh, people go crazy for a baby that doesn't exist, call the cops for the baby. I don't know, man. It's, it's, a weird, it's a weird concept. Only 30-minute shows. 30-minute episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's on Apple TV Plus. So if you have that, or if you know anyone who has Apple TV Plus, come on, guys. Uh, the Servant Season 2, Apple TV, uh, three to five ear holes, three to five eye holes, and three to five pus hands for The Servant. <clears throat> and by the end of the show, Rupert, uh, Ron Weasley takes the fake baby, throws it in the trash, and then the dad sees the fake baby in the back of, a, uh, in the, back of the truck takes it out and he's washing it and giving it a bath at the end of this episode and this thing looks real you know it's one of those real looking creepy babies with the eyes and shit yeah it's not like it doesn't look like a doll it looks like a real baby it's just sitting there and he's like washing it in the bathtub yeah I don't know man and, and before he's pulling splinters out of his throat from season one I don't know man it's all fucked up <clears throat> If you like if you like that type of shit, man, check out the servant on uh Apple TV. I'm way into it. I like another one. Oh, I watched um also uh, 30 Coins is still going on. Uh they had two more episodes. They have them on Monday nights, I guess. So the first episode or the first one I saw was um there was a they're almost like Black Mirror episodes or like one offs, but they all connect. Maybe not like Black Mirror. They'd be more like... I don't know. Everything connecting with these coins. So the it opens up with um, <clears throat> a guy goes into the um, the Diamond District of New York, walks right in, talks to some Hasidic Jews, the guys with the hair, right? Hasidic. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, oh, here's your thing. And he grabs it, the super expensive necklace, pops the coin out of it. 
you know the the the, uh, the yeah the coins inside the necklace pops it out. I was like, what the fuck, man? That was a thirty seven thousand dollar necklace. It's like what grabs the guy? And these are those people that are in trances, like before the guy who stole the first coin got shot up and just keep walking. Yeah, they're indestructible, pretty much. Yeah, he has this uh, as long as they have this amulet on this necklace. Um, he grabs it. He grabs the guy and just rips his throat out and just throws him on the ground. Blood everywhere. He's covered in blood. Right, and this friend's like, "What the fuck?" He grabs him, smashes his head into a display case, uh, and then walks out on the street, and uh, just walks out on the street. And people are like, "What the fuck?" He's just covered in blood, and just walks down the street. No one gives a shit. I wouldn't fuck with him. <clears throat> uh, some fucking crazy dude covered in blood. Uh, so that's the because people do anything to get these coins. They're almost possessed. Uh, and by at the end of the one with the Ouija board. The lady who had the coin threw it in the river. She's like, fuck this. Just threw it into a dam to get it lost. Because, like, the whole town was going after her for this coin. They were, uh, like, they all became, like, zombies. And, uh, yeah, they all became zombies. And they were, this is the one I just saw. They all became zombies from, okay, when the, when the priest, when the, there was a mirror. And in the mirror is a book. But you can't see, you can only see it in the mirror. So the priest camps out in front of the mirror all night. His reflection grabs him, pulls him in. They go into the reflection side of the mirror. Uh, there's a bunch of priests with red robes on. Uh, he grabs uh, the the two, the chick and the guy. They run over there. She has one of the coins, shows him the coin, breaks the priest back out of the mirror. But his his reflection is already out in the real world, making people into zombies. <clears throat> His like it looks like him and everything. So then everyone's trying to burn down their house and everything and kill their dogs. So she runs a pet. She runs a uh, uh, a vet. She's a veterinarian, and this is all in Spanish, all, all in a small village. <clears throat> Spanish horror, guys. It's making a comeback. Uh, and then yeah, th- then she uh, she's like fuck this. She she um. She gets the coin, runs to a bridge and throws it off, breaks the spell. Everyone doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. Uh, the beginning of this one, the beginning of the third one, everyone or the fourth one, everyone's blaming the priest for what they had done. Like, I remember what I did, but I don't know why I was doing it, like breaking the windows and killing everybody. So <clears throat> this one shows a guy who's almost like three priests at the Vatican. One of them has a demon or a devil trapped in the storage container with chains two of them don't believe him they all walk into the storage container and one of them's like why don't you just like spit fire out of your mouth or something like that you know he's like that's too trivial it's like why do you want me to say you want me to fine boom lights the priest on fire by spitting fire out of his mouth priest gets like third because he doesn't believe he's there third degree burns boom drops almost dead um and then his his priest buddy who who knows the devil is asking like always oh, asking like hey how can I meet the devil can I meet him he's like yeah he's in that other room right there it's like fuck okay so the priest is like okay let's do this he's like don't do that God gave us free will and this is why you have it it's like fuck you walks through the door boom instantly like just gets engulfed by some blue light disappears. And we don't see him until the end to where he was one of the priests in the mirror world with one of the... I don't know. It's very confusing. But it's a good show, man. I like it. Uh, 30 Coins, guys. Really violent. Uh, It's about priests, God, and... 
What, getting the 30 coins of Judas back? Something like that. <clears throat> right? Isn't it? Yeah. There's some kind of magnet for evil, it seems. Oh, yeah, yeah, they are. Like, anyone who owns them, they're looking for. You know, like the... They the, want to get them all. The opening of this episode, they go down, I think, uh, in the Vatican, they go, like, like almost spelunking way down in. There's a huge, like, massive, like, 20-foot upside down cross with jesus on it you know like that famous one where it's like you know but the, his eyes are loose inside of the skull so they roll the eyes up so they're white when they show up at him so they're taking their hands and rolling the eyes up like nope not there roll their eyes up and his like, one of the coins is in the pupil Oof. of the eyes of of jesus like huge like like yeah it's like his head the eyes at least like four by four feet you know just huge eye Really cool set pieces. <laughs> so yeah, they got a coin out of there. They're just finding coins, but they don't know their power until shit happens to them. Mm, okay. So I don't know what's going to happen with this thing, dude. So I give it a two to five ear holes, three to five eye holes, three to five ripped out throats, or three to five burnt priests for episodes three and four. I don't know how many there are, though. Uh, it is uh, HBO... Max Europe or no Latin, I think, or Spain. I don't know. It's one of those, but it's worth it, guys. If you want to see that, if you want to see, uh, what is it? Priest lighting on fire, uh, more people burning. Um, <clears throat> and uh, oh, right, real quick, your honor. Did I talk about this already? Familiar. Well, I'm on the seventh episode now of Your Honor with Brian Cranston, where his son killed a mobster. Yeah, his son kills a mobster's kid, and they try to get rid of the evidence, the car that hit the kid with. They try to make have a gangster steal the car. That gangster gets pulled over in the car. So now the the fa- the victim's family thinks that this is the kid who hit his son. So they transfer his other jailbird son who's already in jail to beat that kid to death in prison. <clears throat> so he does it. So Brian Cranston is like in this whole lie. He's like, he's like, Oh yeah. Yeah. So that kid, that kid got busted with the car that he had him steal his, uh, his friend from, um, the wire. What's his name? The brother. She, uh, you know, that scene from the wire. Come on, where they're measuring the measuring the fucking the like second episode where they're measuring the rooms like shit, shit. I mean, I remember that character saying shit throughout the entire show. I don't remember that particular scene. Uh, Okay, so he's the uh, he's the mayor of New Orleans, or he's about to be, and he has connections with the police and everything, and the um, and the gangster guy has connections with all the police too. So it's dirty cops all around. They take this kid, they try to get a confession out of him by like putting gas into this car and trying to choke him to death. He doesn't admit to it. Then his friends, his gangster buddies, tell them to take the hit for the car. You know, like you're only going to do two years in jail, not knowing who the car is connected to or anything. So he pleads guilty to owning the car and stealing it, uh, to stealing the car and everything. So now 
It's all mistaken identity, like Three's Company shit. You know, so he, boom, gets shot, bam. Or no, gets murdered, beaten up in jail. And then the gangster guys go, um, so, because they want their son. Their son's like two days from being out of jail. And they, they basically go, no, this didn't happen. Uh, I'll pay you blah, to the coroner. I'll pay you blah, blah, blah money. Oh, yeah, okay. He died this way of uh, asphyxiation instead of brain trauma. So then the kid gets out. And then the other, this other detective goes in and wants to reopen the case and examine the kid. The, the kid's brain uh, is totally bruised and beat up. Because uh, they shove all the organs into the chest cavity, so I guess I don't know. So they pull them, they pull they pull the organs out of the kid's chest cavity, and they see the brain is bruised and everything because they have a second autopsy. So now, like fuck, okay, so he was murdered. Who was the last person to see him? They find out it was the gangster kid's son, right? And so then the gangsters finding out that Brian Cranston actually owned the car and he's going after him. So, and then right when Brian Cranston has a gun to his head, he's about to pull the trigger. He's like, your son's about to go to jail for murder. I can get him off. I'm a judge. <laughs> oh, shit. He's like, I can get him off. I'm a judge. He's like, oh, okay. But, he, but his son is the one who really did the killing. All the while, his son is making lovey-dovey with the fucking dead kid's brother. Or the dead yeah. kid's sister, I mean. So, the gangster's daughter is hanging out with the kid who actually killed her brother. Because he's just a dumb shit kid, and his dad's going out of his way to keep this kid safe, and he's just like, I'll just hang out with the daughter, you know, and make lovey-dovey with the daughter. Even though if she finds out that I was the one who killed her brother, that's it. Yeah, really cool stuff, man. (laughs) Oh, man. I mean, that's some extra stupid right there, to be honest. The kid is, I hate this kid. He's a fucking hit. The dad is fucking ri- literally risking his life to cover up this murder. And the kid's like, he's taking, like, he's a photographer. He's taking pictures of the bruises of his shoulder and stuff because he dislocated his shoulder in the accident, but he can't go to the hospital or anything. So he's uh-huh. just pictures of evidence. He tells his teacher that he's fucking at the time, this, this chick. And she's like, don't tell me this. What the fuck are you doing? You know, now I have to tell somebody. Um, and then uh, uh, and one, they, they, at one point, they because they, um, Brian Cranston was trying to, um, this one guy's trying to blackmail Brian Cranston saying, I know who your son killed and blah, blah, blah. So he bought this one guy a boat. And that's when the gangsters showed up and they threw them both into this like, you know, shipyard room. It's like, what does this guy know? He's like, he knows everything. Boom. He gets that guy killed <laughs> just, just to get him off his back. Oh yeah, Damn. this guy knows. This guy knows everything. Really? Boom. You're dead. And then he uh and then the then they make him take the body out with one of his henchmen and just throw it in the river and clean it up. And when he gets home, he finds a piece of brain in like his pant leg, you know, like his rolled up pant leg. Oh. You know, on the oh. ground, and then he puts it on the counter. His son's like, "Oh, hey, what's this?" He's like, "Oh, and that was just, you know, leftovers from the butcher." You know, the butcher likes to give us leftovers for our dog. Feeds it to the dog. Nope. You know? Well, the evidence is gone, at least. <laughs> you know, the dog throws it up later at the end of the episode. <laughs> oh. Uh, right, right in front of the cops. Because he has cops over all the time at his house. 
So the dog's like, it's like, I don't like human brain. Because the kid's like, oh, what is this? Uh, brain? He's like, yeah, it's probably cow brain, you know. The butcher. Man, it's a good show, man. It's worth watching. Mm-hmm. Your honor. Yeah, really cool stuff. And the uh, and the gangster guy, before knowing that uh, that the the black kid wasn't the one who killed his son, he blows up their freaking shotgun house because it's it's like a gangster, blows it up. Three small kids and a mom just blows them up inside of a house just to send a message to the gangsters, the other gangsters. It's like Jesus. This is on Showtime, guys, if you want to check it out. Your Honor, three to five ear holes, three to five eye holes, and a four to five blood coughs. Blood coughs? Yeah. Or puked up brains. Mm. Dude, it is. All right, what do you got? (laughs) Blood coughs. Yeah, it's a good show. I found this article, and as I read into it, it looks like it's more of a comic book than it is anime or more show but you know that movie old guard with um oh god damn it oh oh with um uh yeah 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 you're talking about yes fucking immortal warriors apparently that is getting an extended anthology miniseries but it looks like it's in comic i know it's getting a sequel yeah i mean what i was looking for it was a movie or a tv show or something I thought this was an anthology TV show at first, but it turns out it's not. Man, that guy drowning over and over again. It's a what? I said a sequel movie would be cool, too. Uh, I know they're making a sequel to it. It This is one that should have been out in the theaters, but nope. Yeah. I liked it. The second I saw Guns and Swords, I'm like, yes, here we go. (laughs) Well, and then just, yeah, the brutality. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, there's like slice, 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 cut, cut, shoot, shoot. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that was awesome. You know, the way they use that and her fucking lightweight axe that was fucking just hacking people's heads off. Yeah, that thing is gnarly, that axe she has. Though we don't know how long we live for. We didn't, You watched that, right? You watched Old Guard? Mm-hmm. Sure did. We don't know how long we live for. We just die over and over and over again. And she was around since when? Since Jesus or something like that? No, she was like ancient Greek. So like, before Jesus? Yeah, I think it would have been before Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> I think that's the point, Chris. It's like, Jesus. Yeah, she was around before Jesus? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Okay, let's see. So what are they making out of that now? Uh, sorry, it's um an anthology comic series. So it's, you know. Oh, so it's like one off. Hey, I did this adventure. Yeah, or six different immortal warriors besides the ones that were in the movie. There's no comment on whether it's new characters or not. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> but in <clears throat> comic form, not in movie or TV show form. So I may check it out. Okay, here's my next movie, guys. You ready? This mm. is on Netflix if you want to watch it. Oh, boy. Freedom, item, meet him. Where's your weed him? 
Outside the Wire. This is one of the 70 shows or movies that's going to be debuting on Netflix this year. One a week. This one is Outside the Wire, starring Anthony Mackie, a.k.a. Uh, uh, Falcon, uh, Damon Idris, Harp, Enzo Centelli as Miller. In the near future, a drone, a drone pilot is sent into a war zone, finds himself paired up with a top secret android officer on a mission to stop a nuclear attack. This is Outside the Wire. Did you hear about this at all? I did not. Outside the Wire. Anthony Mackie. 2021. He's an android. Or I called him a brobot, remember? Oh, yeah, okay. He's a brobot. He, uh... Let's see. It's alright. <laughs> it's like more of like a social commentary on I'm a, a warbot against war. Anti-warbot. So he, uh... It's like a near... I forget where they are. Russia, of course. Come on. They're the new baddies. You know, you can't go Middle East anymore. No, but Russia was the bad guys in the 80s. Well, this is the future, though. I know. I'm just saying it comes back around. Is it coming back around? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Russia's definitely being cast as the bad guy. And, we, and we, can't get, we can't have China as the bad guy because we make money off of them. So we can't put them in any bad light. So we, it's, it's all political, even in the theater. Uh, so we have to go against Russia. Middle East is not politically correct anymore. We have to beat up white people. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the white people are the new enemy, guys. Uh, let's see. It's okay, so basically, he, um, he's a drone pilot. He's supposed to, he's like, hey, man, I'm supposed to um, save these troops. So he killed two troops to save 43 troops. Right, mm -hmm. and so they're like, "Sorry, man, you have to go out. You have to go out in the. You have to go out in the shit, and get some respect for for troops, man." So they take him out of his little drone base in Nevada. You know, they're all in those drone bases in Nevada. <clears throat> so he takes him out of that, and then he's like, "You're specially assigned to Anthony Mackie, A.K.A. Leo," and he's the only one who knows that he's an android or robot. Cause he's like, he's like, hey, what's up? You got a problem with that? Okay, we're doing this. We're gonna go out and give uh, medicine to the villagers. It's only you and I doing it. He's like, what? Why do we have to do that? He's like, cause I'm a robot. Okay. And he turns his body all clear, and he sees all his little wires and shit get inside of him. He's like, what the fuck? He's like, yeah, I'm a black robot. And he's like, I know what you're saying. Why did they make a soldier black? Or why did they make the robot black? Why couldn't I be some crude cut white boy? It's all because I'm the face of war, man. It's all no one's gonna suspect me to begin with. They're just gonna think I'm a grunt. Like, that makes sense. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, he's uh, outside the wire, man, with a robot. And there's other robots that are attacking with him. 
almost like um uh what is it C- uh cyborg not cyborg but you know like terminator type robots almost mm-hmm. but they're more mechanical they have like um they have uh 50 caliber snipe semi-automatic sniper rifles on their shoulder so they get down into like on all fours and it's like start shooting them oh man this is just rude yeah and then they have um and then then us the american troops we have our own robots they're just basically heads, just huge hulking machines. If you can look up pictures of them if you want. But yeah, they're just heads with huge hulking machines on them. And they have machine guns. Like, tick, 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 tick. They jump in first. They're just getting tore up. More robots get killed in this than troops. Mm. Yeah, they're, they're just getting fucked up. So well, that's the way things are going to go in war, I bet you. Oh, yeah, it's going to be all robots and robots. Like, oh, you want some of this robot? Yeah, I'll think so. Tick, 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 tick. <clears throat> you know. Uh, so, yeah. So the robot is going to, um, you know, just come around and go, "Hey, guys, we can't do this. Cover me." So they get ambushed by a bunch of Russians. Then they call in the robots. The robots are shooting. Pretty cool gunfight scenes. Um, with with the uh, robots, and then the Russians have their own robots. So they're fighting the robots. So they're trying to get. So the 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 head of this Russian militia or whatever is trying to get old nuke codes. So and they're trying to prevent him from getting the nuke codes. <clears throat> but he's getting the nuke codes for himself, really, to use in a different way. Mm-hmm. The robot. <clears throat> he he's uh he's he's against programming. He's not saving the world. He's ending it. Or he's trying to end it. In robot fashion. Uh-huh. With a bang. Well, yeah. He's like, hey, I'm going to launch these nukes now into the U.S. He's like, you can't do that. He's like, yes, I can. I'm a robot. You can't do Like, You can't stop me. Yes, I can. So then they send in the, the rookie to stop him. You know? I got to stop you, man. I got to use incendiary rounds on you, brother. So, yeah. That's pretty cool. That's some cool... <laughs> some cool stuff if you're into brobot on brobot crime and they like to shoot each other kill each other a lot um some cool set pieces i'm a brobot yeah i know you are and he's the only one who knows he is except for higher ups in the military he tricks him into cutting out his uh transponder device so here cut this out it's a tracking device in reality it was like a governor for him yeah <laughs> Oh, all of a sudden he can violate the three laws. Yeah, they can't. Yeah, they can't override me. Yeah. They, yeah. So it's like they can't override me. It's like, oh well. Uh, two to five ear holes, two to five eye holes, and um, two out of five brobots. Is it? Yeah. Clear body brobots, flag impalements, dude. He fucks these people up, man. Like, like, picture a, a, a yeah, cyborg going against Russians. He's breaking their arm, snapping it, using their arm in their hand as a weapon. Tick, 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 shooting him. You know, there's some cool fight scenes in there. There's one guy, he's basically breaking his arm all these different ways and just shooting people with this guy's arm while he's holding it. The guy's like, ah, <laughs> he can't do it. <laughs> uh, and then he impales him with a flag. With his rebel flag. 
Brobots, guys. Come on. Mm. Okay. Uh, hey, check it out. It's worth checking out if you're into action movies that aren't that great. <laughs> okay, here's my next movie, guys. This one I saw at the drive-in. The drive-in was so packed, I had to tell people to move their cars so I can get out. There's no social distancing at the drive-ins, guys. Even in cars. You're supposed to have six feet between cars. You're not supposed to get out unless you have a mask on at all times. People are sitting out like it's a normal day at the drive-in, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, guys, let's, let's have some chili. Come on, guys, let's put our radios on. You know? It's ridiculous. Uh, this is a brand new movie that just came out. Uh, number one movie made $3 million. It's the number one movie. This is how pathetic movies are right now. The number one movie in the country is The Marksman. A rancher on an Arizona border becomes the unlikely defender of a young Mexican boy desperately feeling fleeing the cartel assassins who's pursuing him into the U.S. Starring Catherine Wernick, a.k.a. from Vikings, Sarah, and your buddy Liam Neeson as Jim, who's an old hell dog from the Vietnam War. I'm the marksman. I'll get you across, Mexican. Um, let's see. I saw people leave the second this one dog gets shot in this movie. I mean, come on, guys. It's a movie. The dog's a good actor. What? <laughs> it's a CGI dog. Let's be honest. That was a real dog. They shot real dogs. Like, re- there are real dogs were harmed in the making of this movie. Oh, they said that, yeah? Yeah. Like, we killed five dogs during this movie because they couldn't get their acting right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Teresa Ruiz as Rosa. Juan Pablo Raba as Marco. Dude, the guys, like, they have the thickest Mexican accent. Like, he's calling him Marine Corps. He's like, come on, Marine Corps. Marine Corps. Where are you, Marine Corps? Like, Marine Corps? Is there an S at the end of that? Like, they're, they're just hamming the shit up so bad, their accent. They're like, Marine Corps? Come on, Marine Corps. Or no, Maricorps. Maricore is what it sounds like. Come on, Maricore. Where are you, Maricore? So these Mexicans. So the the they're at the border. He's you know he lives you know on the um where like right on the border, Arizona Mexican border. He's driving along the fence. Happens to you know, boom. The the kid and the mom hop out through the fence, being chased by the cartel because her cousin did some bullshit to the cartel. Uh, they hung him under a bridge and slit his throat. So he's just like, fuck. He's like, come on, Marine Corps. So so they pull up. They're on opposite sides of the fence. He's like, just give me the boy and the girl, Marine Corps. And I'll let you go, man. He's like, I can't do that. I'm Lee Nelson and I got to start shit. I just buried my wife on top of my hill, so I have nothing to lose, boy. Uh, so he's like, okay, whatever, Marine Corps. Bam. They start shooting at him, of course. He, boom, busts out his fucking sniper rifle. Bam, bam, bam. Shoots one guy, kills him. Uh Uh-oh, it happens to be the guy's brother. Oh, no. 
the the guy's brother's in trouble now. So now he's it's a vendetta, right? He's like, you killed my brother. He's like, you started shooting at me first, you dumb fuck. No. <clears throat> so, so now the Mexicans are they go to the border, right? And he happens to be at the because he calls border patrol. He happens to be at the border patrol. Uh, he and, you know the kids in there. The mom dies from a gunshot wound out in the field. Uh, from the from the from the fire from the um, what is it? The gunshots, not the gunshots, but the crossfire. <clears throat> the dog he's with Jack. Uh, he lives now. He lives till now. Uh, he's just, he's like in the cab of the truck. Just guns are flying, bullets are just pegging the tag of this truck. It's like oh, I'll just hop in the back seat. I'm safe here. <clears throat> you know. Mm-hmm. So then, the dog hops in the back seat. Blah blah blah. The mom gets shot. Oh no, mommy, don't. Please take my son to Chicago. Here is the address on a bloody piece of paper. Chicago? I don't know what the hell. <clears throat> so then he calls the border patrol. They show up. His um, daughter in law. No, his stepdaughter, I think. Yeah, because he married her mom. The mom died. Stepdaughter happens to be a border patrol sheriff, right? Or a sheriff, right? He's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And then he, he uh, he's at the station, drops the kid off, walks out, sees the guys trying to cross the border right there. He's <clears throat> like, oh, no, the Mexicans are back. So he's like, fuck it. So he goes back into the thing, talks like sheriff, into his, like, I need to see the boy. I just want to say goodbye to him. And he's like, oh, yeah, my daughter, uh, who knows everybody, uh, Sarah told me I could. He's like, oh, you know Sarah? Okay, you can go right back there and talk to this illegal Mexican kid. Thank you. And then he gets there. Come on, kid. Let's get out of here. There's no cameras. So, so he just walks the kid out of the Border Patrol office. Right? And uh, they get in the truck. The Mexican guy sees them. Gets down the license plate. Right? He's like, oh, no, the license plate. So he's like, fuck it. He goes to his house. Grabs his weapons. You know, blah, blah, blah. He's like, we're going to Chicago. I promised your mother. <laughs> so now they're going to Chicago. Uh, Mary Cor. He's going to Chicago. The The Mexican guy's like, fucking goddamn gringos. So he uh, gets the license plate down, gets his address, burns his house, lights his house on fire. Like, no one's tracking these Mexicans at all going across the border. They're just like... Then he, he meets up with his friend. They give him, at the border, like, let me see your passports. They give the border guy a passport with a white female lady on the passport. They're like, oh, let me check this out. Okay, you're clear to go. Because, like, you know, the cartel has all these fucking um, people on the inside. Of course. I guess. I don't know. You're clear to oh, go, but, uh, Aunt Susie from <laughs> from Wichita. Oh, thank you. You know, so, yeah. So so they get in the they get in the United States really easy. Uh, then they hook up with a guy on the other side of the border who gives them all weapons, of course. Like, hey, give me all the weapons. Okay, cool, cool. And then they have a computer hacker that they know. Who's like, here, look up this license plate number, blah, blah, blah. They look it up. They find his house, burn it down. Uh, and then, like a dumbass, this guy's using his credit card all over. You know, oh, I'll buy some gas. Let's go to the store. The Mexican guy's fucking uh, uh, pinpointing all his transactions going, they're over here. They're over here, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like the whole time. How are they catching up to me when I'm using my credit card? God damn it. So, yeah, that's the whole thing they they use him, they they uh they catch up to him, use a credit card, track him down to a farm. 
gunshots explode. Uh, they're they're chased. They're riding down the street. His car is overheated. You know, he had it fixed a while back. So I can fix it till it gets to Chicago. And then, you know, it's going to fall apart just when you need it to work the best. So then, it, you know, it starts steaming. Oh, shit, they're after me. He pulls over. Let me rip out my rifle and my marksmanship. Boom, pegs a driver. The car does like nine flips. <laughs> okay. One of those cool like nine flip fucking Suburbans. It's like, dig, 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 rolls. They're all fucked up. They chase him to the farm. Uh... Yeah, and then, the, you know, fucking Liam Neeson is like a semi-hand-to-hand combat with the guy. He takes out his friends, lickety-split, real easy. His friends are like, hey, I was like, poof, what, poof, you know. They just peeking their head out from behind a tractor, Dee! dead. Like, oh, shit, because they're running up on the guy just trying to hide behind hay bales. It's like, I got you, you stupid Mexicans. So, uh, so he's racist now for shooting Mexicans. Didn't Liam Neeson do some racist shit? I have no clue. I think he did. Like in real life. Like, Maybe. Like people were trying to like like uh like cancel him. And he's like making number one moves like, shut up. I can say whatever I want. I think he did. I think right before like Snowman or something like that came out a couple years ago. I think ah. they're giving him a pass because his wife died. I don't know. You think? I don't know. I think he did, man. It was something about blacks. If he can find it, that'd be great. Like Liam Neeson, blacks. Um, I don't like blacks. I don't like Mexicans. So I'm going to make them. And it's supposed to like, you know, people are going to hate this movie because, oh, it's the white savior saving the Mexican. Yeah. He's the only one who knows what he's doing. It's like, God damn it. This guy gave it a nine out of ten. Jesus Christ. Let me see. Saw the movie yesterday. Mm-hmm. Aside from the acting, which was decent, and the chemistry between the kid and Liam, everything else was just meh. To be honest, oh, six out of ten. That's dyslexia for you guys. The movie tries too hard to be Grand Torino. No, Grand Torino was way better. So yeah, stupid Jap flips. Uh, oh, here we go. Nine out of ten. Exceeded expectations. I love this film. I ex- expected a Liam Neeson action film and got that. Got that. But there was much, much more. This is character-driven movie as much as it is an action film. I kept waiting. To, I kept wanting to get popcorn, but was riveted by the whole time. Get it before the movie, you idiot. I'm going to get popcorn while the movie's going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this guy's a moron. It sounds like a failure in planning. Yeah. It's like, do we get popcorn after the movie starts? I wanted to get popcorn, but it was riveted the whole time. I didn't want to miss a thing. I was also quite moved by... I want to know where these people are watching these. Liam Neeson's character's backstory and how it impacted his decision to help young boy Staffery. 9 out of 10, good movie. It's not an action movie like Taken. It's a movie to enjoy. Liam Neeson did a good job. I recommend it to give it a try. You won't be disappointed. I've been to the movie five times since the theaters reopened. Where are you? And have like three movies, three out of five movies, The Honest Thief and The Marksman are two of them. <laughs> well, I don't know where this guy is. I don't, I don't know where are the movie's opening. Who knows? I'm stuck at the goddamn drive-ins. With a Maybe bunch of, he's out at the drive-ins too. With a bunch of fucking morons. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, let's pull in. The movie starts at 5.40. No, 
no five five fifty. They only have one trailer in front of these movies because there's no movies coming out. So there's that um, the new Bob Odenkirk movie where he's like, "You don't want to mess with nobody." I think it is. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Nobody. So it only showed that trailer. It's like, oh, I'm old Wick. You know, it's like John Wick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really seemed in that vein. I'll totally be there for opening night. <laughs> it looks fun. Yeah, I like the trailer. <clears throat> so it was that trailer, and then boom, jumps right into the movie. The whole time, cars are just pulling in during the movie. They're just looking for parking spaces like 10 minutes into the movie. I'm like, you guys are morons. I got there at 4.30 for a 550 movie. No, 4.10 for a 5.50 movie. There was a car behind me. By 4.30, there were 30 cars behind me. I was like, Jesus Christ. And more than half of these cars were going to go see my movie. So I pull up. Boom. Um, what, I got a hot dog, a nasty hot dog, and a nasty pretzel. Those are my those are my go tos. You get a foot long Nathan's nasty hot dog, and a stale pretzel. <laughs> like half of it was rock hard. I'm like what the fuck? I ate it anyway though. Yeah, don't eat their food. It's sad and disgusting. I know. I ate it anyway. And well, I want these theaters to stay open. You know they're making bank right now. So, yeah, that's the thing. You don't have to put that shit in your body. Let someone else do it. That <clears throat> was fine. I went and got um, noodles afterwards at the ramen place. But uh, so I, d- I ate the nasty hot dog, uh, had a candy bar and uh, a stale pretzel and just cars were pulling in left and right. It was just annoying as shit. And then on the way out after the movie, uh, I'm trying to get out and I have to get out of my car. I accidentally tapped this one guy's car. I'm like, Ugh, with my door. Yeah. And the, uh, the, the girlfriend, I know, I know, dude, it's like in San Jose, it's all gangsters. And the and the the like I, I when I went to the guy's car because I am like hey man and it's just fucking big gangster guys like mm, like mean mugging me I'm like can you please move your car up a little bit he's like oh yeah, yeah sure man sure so he was cool about it he thought I was gonna do you know what I mean it's like what do you want to say oh okay totally you know he's like barely fitting in a fucking scion <laughs> <laughs> I can picture the guy yeah just huge bald goatee he's like what do you want to say oh you want to okay cool. Uh, so yeah, I, like tapped on the window, like tick, tick, tick. hello, sir. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, because I-, I was sitting there with my parking lights on, like facing his car for like five minutes. I'm like, okay, I have to get this guy to move. I'm like fuck, because in the and the drive-ins, I leave while the movie's ending. Like after the fir- after the final murder and all that shit, and they're just like wrapping up. Like, hey, hey, hey. I just leave the radio on and listen to it while I'm driving out, mm. just so I can get the fuck out of there. Uh, that's the key to driving movies, guys. Yeah, I usually would wait until most people had cleared out. <clears throat> but either way, yeah, you got to beat the crowd. Otherwise, you're stuck forever. Yeah, and and so I pulled out. There's I pulled out this one way. There's a low rider truck. They were parking in the parks where parts where you drive through. That's so how many cars are in this place. Wow. You know the aisles on the sides. They were parked there. They're crammed in there, dude. So they were. Um, it was, uh, yeah, so it was like I pull up a lowrider pickup truck with a bunch of Mexicans. I'm like, fuck. So I make a right, go past them, then loop back around, and then I'm stuck right next to this dropped red Jetta. So I bang the door into that. <laughs> I bang the door into that. I'm like, oops, sorry. And I like rub the car with my hand. I'm like, sorry. And then I knocked on the car. The big Mexican guy moves his car. I come back. This chola chick's like, you bumped my car, man. I'm like, sorry, so sorry. I didn't mean to. The fucking boyfriend's about to get out and do something, and he just gets back in his car. I'm like, fuck. Because I'm like, dude, sorry, sorry. 
I'm not like, what do you want, bitch? You know, he's waiting for me to do that. Right. <laughs> I'm like, hey, so sorry. I didn't mean to. And uh, then I just got out of there, dude. I'm like, bye-bye. Going against traffic. Tra- and cars were pulling in still. Like, to, for the second showing of the movie, I'm like, you guys need more car control or sell less tickets. Because it is packed. No, it's just a shitty design for a fucking drive-in, man. It is. It's, it's, it's a flea market going, oh, there's a drive-in here, too. Yeah, it's bad news. Yeah, it's it's real shitty, guys. So, <clears throat> so the marksman, guys, I get two to five ear holes, two to five eye holes, two to five shot dogs, Mary Core. Uh, Liam Neeson says he's retiring from making action movies. Do you believe that? Who's retiring? Sorry. Liam Neeson. <laughs> About time. <clears throat> uh, real, okay, The Hunted, real quick before we go here. Um, it's on Shudder. Really decent, man. It's about a woman who gets picked up at a bar. Two scumbags. Well, you know, like a drunk guy's hitting on her. This guy's, hey, I'm Captain Savaho. How's it going? I'm pretty nice. Uh, he's starting to fall. She's starting to fall for him. Uh, they start to make out. Oh, let's go to my car. Boom. His friend gets in the car, lock the doors. They start driving away. What are you doing? Let me out. <clears throat> you know? Um, then she, uh, then she, she, they're like, okay, fine. Get out. Whatever. Bye. And then she walks to a gas station. Five minutes later, they pull up at the gas station, of course. Right? The, the scumbags. Mm-hmm. And, and they're talking and, the, and then they, uh. Then who? Oh, and then she's asking the gas station attendant for a ride home, even though she walked there. She wasn't that far. She's like half a mile down the street. Uh, he's like, "Oh, there's no taxis at this time of hour." I think it's European, pretty much. And so they, um, <clears throat> so the the mean guy walks in. Uh, he goes he goes uh, to the bathroom, and the uh, the bathroom attendant's like, "Hey, man, what are you doing in there?" He goes in there, and doesn't come back out. Only the guy comes back out. He has blood on his boots. You know, shows him walking up to her with blood on his boots. She's like, oh my God. Boom, throws her in the trunk of the car, ties it up. Uh, and then they have some, like, two guys have a weird exchange. Tori's like, you like me? You really like me? He's like, well, then kiss me. And he's like, huh? He thought he was joking about it and stuff. So then they're about to kiss. Uh, Boar comes across the street, flips the car. So they're crashed, knocked out. His friend has, like, a, a wound that's bleeding the whole time. Uh, the chick... Uh, is upside down in the trunk, pops the trunk open, you know, tr- is running with her hands duct taped behind her back and her mouth duct taped shut, you know, through the woods away from this lady, away from the two guys. Uh, she has a cell phone on her, of course, from another victim that was in the trunk. And the cell phone rings. Oh, there she is in the woods. She jumps into a river <laughs> with her hands tied behind her back. Boom. Uh, then they come across. So she gets out of that shit. It's really, it's like towards the end, it gets really artistic for some reason. <clears throat> like she gets shot in the face. Like they come across, because they're out in the middle of the woods. Uh, they, they first, uh, the, the hunter guy, um, or the second, the, fir- the, the nerdy of the two guys, the one who's psycho while they're in the woods overnight, they're watching um, rape videos of when they're raping and women uh, oh, on, on his camcorder. It's like, That's these are dark. great. These are great videos, guys. You know, it's just like, oh, you know, chicks like that. And they're just watching him like, oh, it's a home movie, you know. So they're watching those videos and the next uh, overnight. And then the next day, 
uh, the guy's wound is still bleeding, you know? And he's like, oh, let me put duct tape on it. So he duct tapes it. He sticks his finger in it first. He's like, does this hurt? He sticks his finger in his buddy's open wound. He's like, ah! And it's on his side. Then he puts duct tape on it. He's like, okay, that's fine. And then they catch up to the girl. The girl throws a rock at the same guy's face. So the guy's a crushed face with his teeth falling out. He's like, oh my God. He's like, help me. My whole face is fucked up. He's like, really? Let's put duct tape on your nose to straighten it out. He just wraps his whole head in duct tape and cuts his throat. <clears throat> Could have just saved some time and cut his throat, it sounds like. I don't know. He wanted to shut. I don't know. He's he's demented. So he wraps his head in duct tape, cuts his throat. Then, the, then it's just him and her running. Uh... She comes across a hunter, or he comes across a hunter, says that he's lost his dog. The hunter lays, oh, here, come to my camp with me, Mr. Nice Guy. Boom. It's like a grandma and her, and her grandson at this campsite. The, uh, he, he literally at one, takes one of those hunting arrows and sticks it into her ear. And she's like, ah, you know, her, her eye starts going bloody. He's like, ah, how do you like that, you old bag? <clears throat> And the son's like, oh my God, <laughs> like in shock. So then the, the lady comes across the same people, doesn't know anyone's dead yet. It's like, hey, how's it going? Sees the big pool of blood on the ground. It's like, oh, fuck. And then, boom, gets a rope around her neck. She's like tied up for a second. Uh, they start wrestling and blah, blah, blah. And uh, she uh, she's wrestling. The, the kid tries to fight back, punches the guy down, grabs him. She gets a knife, cuts the rope, runs away. And he's running also, and the kid's like, fuck this, grabs hunting arrows, goes after both of them, and shoots the guy right through the shoulder with one of the arrows. He's like, ah! <clears throat> so then they make it to civilization. And, the, uh, and they're at, like, basically open houses that are being sold. And like, oh, and over here, you know, it's, like, really super prim and nice. And, and before that, they ran through a paintball um, match with, like, you know, fake smoke. And she gets shot right in the forehead with a paintball. And like smears it on her face, almost like war paint, like um, blue war paint. <clears throat> huh? I said, uh huh. <laughs> so she's like, so she's like, ah. So she's fucking just pissed, right? Because she's she now knows that the guy's injured. She's already chased him down once and hit him across the face with a stick. She's like, fuck you. She's going back after him now. Now she's chasing him, right? So <laughs> because the guy's like, ah, oh, fuck my arm. He uh, backs his uh, shoulder up into a tree to make the arrow go out through his shoulder. <clears throat> you know, feathers first. <clears throat> Pulls it out. Uh, then they end up fighting in this new white pristine house. Right? They end up going and like the they're like the guy who's trying to sell him. He's like, what the fuck? Uh, they're fighting, blah, blah, blah. She basically punches the guy to death, bashes his head in. <clears throat> but it's brutal, man. It's a good little movie. If you're into horror movies, guys, this is a good one on Shudder called Hunted. Two to five ear holes, three to five eye holes, three to five tasers to the chest, fingers and open wounds, rocks to the face, or arrows in the ear. Uh, for <laughs> Hunted, guys. Do you like Hunted? Does that sound like a good movie for you? It sounds phenomenal, Chris. <laughs> wait to not watch it. And forget we talked about it. Uh, it was a good one, man. <clears throat> um, I think that's it for now. I have a couple more, but I'll wait for it later. I have, uh, oh, wait, we have to do the history of swear words real quick. Uh, have you watched that at all on Netflix? Like 15 minute episodes. 
I have not. Um, yeah, the other ones I'll wait for next time. I think I have. Uh, what do I have? Spell, which I just watched. Herself is another Irish love story. <laughs> uh, let's see. This one is um, history swear words. It's like fuck. Um, this is the first one where they don't really know where it came from. They say, what is it? The uh, fornication under the king's court or under the coordinates of the king. I think it was a made up one, right? Is that right? No idea. <clears throat> fornication under the the uh, something of the king. Was, is what they think fuck is. Um, shit is... Uh, shit is... Um, ships hitting high... I don't know. They don't know where any of these words came from. They just think they do. Which is kind of weird, right? It's like... Uh, I don't know. Um, which one? I don't know. Uh... <laughs> Uh, wait, where did that go? So they don't know where any of these things came from. Um, and they still need to. They haven't done cunt, and they did bitch. How like how women are taking bitch back mm-hmm. as not being as offensive. <clears throat> um, but uh, the host of it is um, Nicholas Cage, right? Which is actually pretty funny, man. Uh, <laughs> so- <laughs> Oh man, yeah, Nicholas Cage. It's it's decent. It's not great. It it doesn't really show you anything as far as knowing, like what the fuck's going on, or like where um, like where these words can't. It's just more or less like, hey, we like to say fuck. We can use it as a noun. We can use it as a pronoun. We, you know. So I don't know. It's uh, it's it's worth watching if you're into that stuff. I think I'm on damn. Right now, which I don't think it's a swear word. Is that a swear word? Is damn a swear word? I mean, to some people, I guess. I can't <clears throat> really picture one, though. Okay, I give it um. God damn it. History of swear words. Where'd it go? I date these now. I see so many movies. Okay, two to five ear holes, two to five eye holes, two to five fucks John LaFucker. Ships high in transit. Shit. Ships high in transit. Uh, yeah, three, two out of five. Uh, ships high in transit. Uh, okay, one more movie, real quick. I got one more. This is on HBO Max. More um, lockdown. Starring Ben Kingsley. Uh, what's his name? Um, Batgirl. No, oh no, Catwoman. What's her name? Michelle Fiverr? No, the other one. Anne Hathaway. Yes. Lockdown. Oh, wait, that's not the one I want. So, Lockdown, guys. What do you think? What do you think it's about? Um... 
COVID. Yep, COVID, guys. Set in Europe. So there we go. I'm going to do Adam Ant. So uh, set in Europe, lockdown. Wow, it doesn't even have anything about it. What? Why does it have no lock? What? I can't find it. So basically, okay, fine, whatever. Did you even watch it, Chris? Yes, I did. It is um, one of the movies that was supposed to be out in theaters. Oh, there it is. Lockdown 2021. Okay, here we go. Um, A couple attempts a high-risk stakes jewelry heist at an apartment store. Chudua Elgiofor, Anne Hathaway, Dula Hill, um, Ben Kingsley, Ben Stiller, Eva Rose. Um, I don't know, man. This movie is like, ugh. So, like, the first 20 minutes is set in the house where they're just Skyping people and, like, hey, look at you. How are you? He goes out in the street and reads poems to the neighbors. Uh, this is Europe. Heavy lockdown. They're only allowed to go out and get food and come back home. Uh, they're and they're in the middle of a divorce, so they're at e- they so they don't like each other right now. But then Anne Hathaway happens to work at Harrods, which is a super ritzy department store in London. I've actually been in Harrods. <laughs> Uh, yeah, if you want to go to Harrods, it's like it's like a Nordstrom's, but they sell food, they sell you know everything in there. It's one of the largest department stores in the world. And now they're sh- they're sharing a diamond, so she has the f- she's gonna take the diamond. He's part of a courier service that happens to be working that night to take the diamond and transport it to the airport. They switch the diamonds on the way out. That's the whole thing. And now they have hmm, 50 million dollars, 50 million pounds, but all the airports are closed, so they can't go anywhere with it. You know, so they're just basically waiting for the um, lockdown to lift before they can go anywhere with it. It was all right. This is one of the first movies under the new Warner Brother logo, which is uh, horrible looking if you've ever seen it. It's just like white and blue. So here you go, Warner Brothers, white and blue. No style to it whatsoever. Oh, man. I didn't like it. Uh, 7 out of 10. What's up? Nudity? There's no nudity. The movie was shot in only 18 days in London during COVID pandemic. It feels like it. Uh, the film debuts a new Warner Brothers logo. <laughs> oh, they use Stand and Deliver as the Adam Ant song. Uh, 18 days, man. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Under COVID. Uh, there are references to an erection, maybe a couple references to sex, as well as a scene of implied sex occurring after a woman pulls a man in and says something like, let's have sex, in which the scene... Da, 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 da. Oh, no, that was... Uh, what's her face? Uh, Anne Hathaway. Uh, a woman is seen smoking a cigarette four times uh, and and is implied smoking a cigarette once what is implied 
smoking a cigarette once. A man is seen smoking a cigarette once. A woman is seen drinking twice and once drinking some type of liquor from a bottle. There are references to drinking tobacco. Oh, drinking tobacco, weed, heroin, brandy, um, vodka. Eh, that's about it. Yeah, there's, uh, he has um, opium bulbs in the back of his yard. And he licks them. To be like, oh, hey, I have opium in the back of my house. Aren't All I right. cool, guys? Uh, so let me see. What do I give this piece of shit? I just want to get it out of my repertoire. Let's see. Um, damn, where'd it go? Lockdown. Oh, one out of five ear holes, one out of five eye holes, one out of five dumb names. Elevator confessions for lockdown, guys. Check it out if you have HBO Max. I think it's on. Okay. I think. All right, what do you got? Are we out of here? Let's call it. Okay, we'll be out of here. Let's do some... Uh, let's go out on this. Yeah. So until next time, guys. Uh, we're going to have a new president. Everything's going to be okay, guys. Everything's going to be okay. <laughs> Keep saying it. It's all going to be okay, guys. It's all going to be okay. It will be. Okay. Uh, are we out of here? Yeah, we're out of here, guys. Alrighty. Listen to listen to Heroes of Noise, uh, GF and G podcast, um, Horrible Gamers. Uh, I don't know. Who else? I don't know. I think that's it. I think that's it, right? Yeah. All right, guys. Bye bye. <laughs>